Welcome everyone to another episode of the podcast. Uh, a quick reminder, if you haven't done so, follow me on Instagram at Felix.Levine, my YouTube channel, um, to watch everything in full video versions. Smaller clips, full episodes, everything's on that YouTube channel. And I also want to just take a second to thank everyone who's been listening to me up until this point. Um, and I'm always open to feedback and hearing how I can make the show better. So please feel free to DM me on Instagram at Felix.Levine or email me, FelixLevineWTG at gmail.com. Uh, again, just want to hear all your insight, um, maybe some future guests you'd like to see, different topics you want to see me cover. Um, so please hit me up. Uh, all of that is greatly appreciated. And also, if you're listening to this right now, please take a quick second, rate and review Five Stars on Apple's podcast app. That goes a very, very long way. And my guest today, he is an artist, and he is super active on all the biggest social media platforms. Please welcome Jufu. And we're live. Jufu, I am super excited to, to first of all, to meet you. Second of all, to uh, to have you in studio here today. Um, we're both Brooklyn boys. We're both 21. This is, uh, and we, we probably know a lot of the same people. But no, truly, uh, thank you for, for taking the time. Thank you to uh, thank family you and team me. for being here. And uh, happy to get into some good things today. But first of all, um, we were talking about it. A little bit off air. Uh, I had give you a second to think about it, put you on the spot. Is there a little tidbit, a little something that the world might not know about you from previous interviews, uh, you know, content you've put out that the world doesn't know about Jufu? Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So, sheesh, this is like pressure because, you know, there's more eyes in the room. But it's cool, it's cool. <laughs> um, something that uh, people do not know about me, I want to say, is that... Um, I okay. How do I put this? So, um, okay, this is this is exactly what I was gonna get into. I'm gonna just be completely raw. So, um, I get compared to a lot of people, uh, just based on physical appearance, based on music. It's very, it's very, um, it's very interesting to me, right? And um, I I resonate. There's something called narrative resonance. I actually okay. learned that term yesterday. Um, and it's usually like someone's like life story, like they're telling you a story and you resonate with that story. Um, so, I mean, there's, there's plenty of people that, uh, artists specifically that I resonate with very heavily. And, um, yeah, I get compared to a lot of artists that I happen to resonate with. And a lot of people think that I'm trying to like emulate these people, but it's just lit a literal resonance that goes on. Um, those people include Juice World, Mac Miller, X, rest in peace to all those people, um, Michael Jackson, and, um, yeah, uh, <laughs> so, uh, it's very interesting, oh, I guess this conversation is gonna go into life purpose, uh, because, uh, I have, um, I didn't really, like, know my direction, um, in life until I was about, 18 years old, I would say. Um, 
and like I was already making content, I was making videos on social media, but this is a long way to answer this question, but I was already making a lot of uh, content on social media and um, it was fun for me, but I didn't really have like an overall purpose and mm -hmm. vision. Um, I didn't have an overall purpose to what I was doing. It was just like, just growing. And um, after um, after losing, after we lost X, is actually an artist that I didn't, uh, when I first heard of his music, um, I didn't like resonate with it. And it was my ex-girlfriend who put me onto him in 2016. Um, but yeah, after we lost him, it, it impacted me very, very heavily. And um, I started to uh, just take the time to, really understand myself more because that's something that he was um encouraging his audience to do and uh through taking that time to start to learn about myself more learn about the world more and ideally like i said understand myself more i began to understand my purpose a lot more and um yeah i secretly uh <laughs> the day that he the the day that he passed away um i was in my room and i was like I just closed my eyes and I and I made a promise. I, I don't even think I ever told you this, but I made a promise to um to literally continue uh the what he was pushing for, um and I feel like other artists such as a Juice World who's had a major impact on people, um Michael Jackson and uh, Mac Miller, and many other people that unfortunately have passed away have this genuine energy about them and the same intention for um ideally the world with their music and uh that's how i really uh started to go on my journey of understanding my purpose and uh continuing music how do you um you know better as you said i mean there's a lot that i want to unpack there but yeah. um just in talking about being able to better understand yourself and who you are and your general purpose um, what are some of the big ways in which uh, you've been able to do that um, and kind of better understanding who you are and what you want to do? Because, I mean, at the end of the day, you're, yeah. you're still young and you're growing and all that. But um, even if, you know, at 18, you had this moment where you're feeling X, Y, and Z, um, I think it's still a, a, a sign of great maturity to be able to, to take a step back and, you know, want to better understand yourself. Yeah, um, I honestly got to say... Um, YouTube University has been has been a a major uh, a major I mean it's full of information mm -hmm. um full of information full of people's just stories like you you I've learned so much from YouTube and I feel like social media is a place where you can either get sucked into whatever the negatives are of the media or you can use it to your advantage and actually grow and learn so um Definitely YouTube has opened my eyes to so much. Just listening to audiobooks, lectures, podcasts. And um I'm very, very, very grateful for for that. And just experiences as well. Like I feel like learning things through YouTube is also helping me with experiences that I'm going through in life today that I learned from. I mean most the best way to learn something is ideally through your experiences for sure what's the the kind of internal dialogue that you have with yourself when you're going through perhaps a moment of growth um or self-discovery 
internal dialogue that I have with myself when going through. <laughs> One more time. What's the maybe the internal dialogue or the uh, kind of the thought process that you go through when you're going maybe through one of those moments that could be a tougher moment um, where you're starting to like really learn about yourself and, and what you want to do and what your, your purpose is in this world? The way that I look at it, I mean, I, I, I went through something that was very, very uh, painful for me last year. And I think anytime that I go through some sort of pain, the internal dialogue for me is that what I'm going through is strengthening me for other events that will be a part of fulfilling my purpose. So I feel like there's certain things that impact me now and I learn how to turn it into something stronger for myself. And then after I go through that, there's another experience awaiting me. I don't know when it's going to come. Only God knows. And, uh, when that experience comes, I'm a little bit more equipped and I'm not going to be stuck in a ideally depressive state or just on a very down state. I'm, I'm going to get through it much quicker and uh, keep moving. And I mean, like, you know, I've watched some of your uh, past interviews and, and your content, just like, you know, getting to know you now for about 10 minutes. <laughs> um, you can feel, though, genuinely um, just... Uh, just a really good kind of general energy and vibe. And uh, and I think that, like, you know, it's not something that I personally take for granted um, whenever I meet people like that because, you know, I think it's something that you have to, to work on and to, um, you know, to, to treat everyone. I see the way you even just the way you talk to your mom and just, like, small things of kindness. I think those are um, beautiful to see, especially in someone that's getting a lot of attention really young. Have you felt um, – first of all, have you always been like that in, in terms of, like, that kind of energy – and and then actually, I'll ask you my second question after that. So, oddly, I don't remember too much of myself before, like, 17. I remember, like, a couple moments. My mom could probably, like, tell um, the way, like, more of my behaviors. But um, from my understanding of just looking back, uh, I started social media back in, in 2013 on Vine. Uh, well, actually, 2014 on Vine, and uh, it's been about seven years in social media, um, and I feel like I uh, I was always a nice person, but I also didn't have many genuine relationships with people. It was just like more of a one thing I had to deal with in high school was like having a following and not knowing whether somebody was actually my friend, right, whether right. a girl really liked yeah. me, <laughs> or if it was, or if it was just yeah. for what I was doing. So um, that definitely uh, gave me a little bit of an imbalance of some sort, but I definitely would say that I was always nice to the people around me. So sure. when did you, so you had a, a fairly big following on Vine from what uh, I've heard in your interviews. Um, and then, and then when Vine kind of fizzled out, did you did that kind of tran, tran, translate to other apps and social media as well? Yeah. So Vine died out. Uh, I was I was fifteen. Yeah. I did not know what I wanted to do at that point. I was like, dang, like <laughs> everything's gone. Like I put all my eggs in one basket, and I should have been on Instagram at the same time. I should have been on everything else. Uh, I started vlogging. I started doing a daily vlog.
in high school for a little bit. Okay. I actually re-uploaded those videos recently. Um, but I was doing a daily vlog and I felt like I was doing the same thing every single day. I was just going to school and going back home, so I stopped that. And then uh the app musically was around. So awesome thing about musically is that uh I didn't really have much interest in getting on the app, but the app called me. Mm. They didn't literally call me, but they were taking my sounds that were on Vine oh. and putting it under their comedy section on Musical.ly. And those were going viral before I was even on the they app. Are they allowed to do that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> but I mean, they, they did take okay. a lot of sounds from Vine. And um, yeah, I got on the app and it was it was hella love when I got on the app. I was I started making sounds and just original content on the app itself. And um, those sounds that I was doing on the app started going viral as well. And uh, yeah, that's really the direction that I took. And then when you were in high school, um, well, I guess TikTok wasn't really around then. Not yet. It was just, so you was mostly like musically still at that time. Yeah. And then, so it's funny that you say like, you weren't sure if people were like, well, you said it in a very nice way. You said you weren't sure if people were your friend or clout chasing was basically, uh, you know, I guess. The- Ideally, that's another way <laughs> to look at it. I guess that's a subjective point. It's subjective. <laughs> um, but like for you, uh, you know, what were some of the ways in which you would be able to differentiate uh, or, you know, see if someone was truly there for the right reasons or if it was because of the following or whatever else you were doing? Um, I feel like it was one. I, I feel like I didn't have the best judgment of that. Um, I definitely am, I have a lot more clarity of the type of energy somebody's carrying now. But uh, I also don't blame people in high school because, I mean, you just, it's just... It's high school. Yeah, it's high school. <laughs> but, um, yeah, um, I feel like uh, at the time, I was really just differentiating based on, like, who wanted to take pictures after school mm-hmm. and who wanted to make videos after school and like i was always down for collaboration but sometimes i would feel like i'm being pulled a little bit too yeah. much and then so then so then you you didn't go to college or did you i went to college for a year for a year where'd you go yeah i went to fit my mom graduated from there like wow before, before i have some I, friends at yeah. fit actually yeah, um it was dope yeah i was studying a- film very cool. Yeah. And then and then I guess things, you know, you, you didn't really need college. Music started happening. Uh I dropped uh I dropped two records on TikTok. Both of them blew up back to back and I planned out both of those records. And uh the first one was Whoa. And at the time of putting it out, um I wasn't really getting it was viral everywhere on Instagram, TikTok, mm-hmm. etc. But I wasn't getting credit for the oh. for the for the song at all. So I wasn't really growing from it. Um, that's actually uh, how I got into my management situation as well uh, because they were helping a lot with just the back end of the music side. Um, and then, uh, yeah, after the Woe song, we moved into, uh, I moved into Who Are You? I thought to myself, this is going to be a better song. This one's going to hit better. I have, the good, I have a good video that's going to do well on TikTok. And that's exactly what happened. <laughs> And that was bigger. That turned into a record deal. And life started changing very rapidly. So you described it as meme music. Um, I do, yeah. Do you, do you still feel that way? <laughs> um, you know, what's really interesting is that at the time of making Who Are You, right? 
like I the way I look at life now yeah is very different than when I was making the song so I I like to live by like a principle of like we are all each other mm-hmm. God is within all of us or mm-hmm. the observer is within within everyone okay. and that's why people are able to have connection sometimes it's connection beyond word and beyond right. sight um so now the way I look at the song sometimes I feel like some of the music I've made is literally like speaking to me even though it wasn't supposed to like who are you I am you like basic is that and then even a song that I made last year called just do it I found myself having to just shake things off and just do it sometimes so sometimes I feel like my music is speaking to me after I've already recorded it so when you're making it or when you made at least well and who are you was the general intent for them to like go viral on like a TikTok yes so like Take me through that kind of process of like when you're making a song that has the full intention right. of just of being like a viral TikTok song. So um, at the time, it was definitely very pr- primarily drum beats. Okay. Like beats that don't have much melody right. to it. Um, I think kids just love drums and bass. Interesting. So um, that was definitely doing it. Um, and I feel like even today, like just the the most common dance songs on TikTok that blow up are very heavy in drums and bass. The melody is not that important when it comes to that type of music. Okay. Um, but that was one of the first things I looked for in the beat. Um, uh, interesting sound, which was the. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so is that um, drums and bass? Okay. Fast tempo is a bop and. Um, I don't know how the heck who are you I'm you came to my head to be honest but I kind of like just freestyled that out and um and then I just built off of it but ideally it's like even the the down everything down to the tone the lyrics I feel like all of that plays tone of voice the lyrics all of that plays together in what's going to resonate with with a kid who wants to watch dancing videos and what can go viral at the time because TikTok is very different than yeah. than 2019. Now, for you, when you see like when you put out your song and you see it start to go viral, right? What's that? What's that feeling like for you? Because that's not a feeling that everybody gets to feel. It's dope. It is dope. It's like uh, all right. You know how people say fame is a drug. Yeah. <laughs> yeah um, it, I think it's it's very dope. It's a very uh, it's just a just the way the brain works and like dopamine like the way social media is supposed to impact people it's yeah. like on overdrive when you're going viral because it's like numbers numbers numbers, numbers. Right, right. so i mean it's a really good feeling I, I my perception has changed on that a little bit now but um it is it is a a scarily scarily satisfying feeling well <laughs> I, I feel like i feel like it's great when it's happening i could also see why like and correct, I don't know if you had this experience, um, but like it could be, as you said, like a drug where you want to just, you want more of it, right. right? And being and going viral is not an everyday thing. It's not an everyday thing. Right. And I don't know if you've ever experienced it, but is there that fear that you might not go, like not might not go viral again? I think or, you're going to say fear of missing out. <laughs> or fear, either fear of missing out or like feeling oh, like, no. holy shit, I got to, like, what if my next thing doesn't go viral? What mm. if this... I don't know if that's something you you think or I think feel. Uh, going viral definitely has that effect on anyone that goes viral because you definitely want to have a follow up to to what your viral moment is. 
Um, and it sucks when you have to, you don't have to, but it sucks when it affects you in that way because, I mean, it, it starts to deter your creativity and, like, just the way that you should be able to be creatively. But, um, yes, I definitely experienced that fear. And I was actually watching um, a YouTube video yesterday about virality and, like, and like certain people's viral moments and and they can based on that video some of those people definitely uh, experience very similar things was there a, a a certain person who um duetted or used that sound um that you were like holy shit that's so cool this question is a common question and the answer to that question is will smith oh right he didn't duet it but he posted even better than a duet technically he said a wise man once said who are you oh. i'm you and tagged me and it was on instagram that was like a dream come true wow ran downstairs <laughs> my folks were watching a movie and we just completely forgot we were watching a movie for the rest of the night because <laughs> will smith took over the night did you, did you ever have any contact with him um not with him directly but i spoke to um the manager of his content team okay yeah wow so I mean, that was really cool. I mean, at that point, do you feel like, you know, shit, like, I, I kind of, like, this is huge. Where do I go from here? Because, I, I mean, there's probably a lot of excitement. Um, does that put more pressure on you? Um, I would say... Uh, it's Will Smith. Yes. Um, beyond Will Smith, I mean, it was yeah. just, it was so many people to, to an overwhelming point, And it just got to a point where it was like, dang. I appreciate this. I appreciate this. I appreciate this. Will Smith was definitely like the the peak of it, um, but moving on from there, uh, the pressure I feel like came from uh, from everything else going on after the song, like moving around a lot more. I'm somebody who who's uh, pretty much a I, I can't even call myself an introvert because I love talking, but. I have a lot of introvert characteristics. Mm-hmm. I love just. I feel that. I'm just always like in my, in my den. Yeah. <laughs> type of vibe, um, but, yeah, I had to be around a lot more. Uh, I started visiting schools, um, having to perform, which I wasn't too used to, mm-hmm. and uh, that's that's definitely more of where the pressure came from. I would say. Do you still feel? I mean, is this kind of pressure still prominent today? Not necessarily. Um, in terms of uh, when I was just starting, it was it was a lot more pressureful because I because I just it was just a lot happening. But um, right now I'm like in a much more like I feel like the music that I've made over the last year, um, well over the like the last year and a half, the music I've made resonates with me so much more and resonates with what. I feel my purpose is where I feel like my purpose fuels me to not even feel pressured. Like the pressure is, is good pressure. What is your purpose? My purpose. I don't, how do I put this in words? Um, ideally, I feel that my divine purpose in this world is to impact people, not just impact people because you can impact people in many different ways, but Ideally, I just want to help people understand themselves more. Um, I'm obviously learning myself more, but I just want to be able to speak to people and people. I want people to be able to resonate based on 
my experiences and just be the greatest self that they can be and go for whatever they want to do in their life. Is there a a moment that you've had with maybe someone who's reached out on Instagram, a fan, um, where they told you like, hey, Jufu, like what you said or what you did or your song changed my life or changed this? I love when my audience sends me audio messages and I encourage them to send me audio messages, send me audio messages. <laughs> um, definitely, uh, there's there, even last week, I don't know if I, I don't know who I played it for or if I even, no, I think I spoke, I was on the phone with Don after I got this, uh, this audio message, but this kid was like, I started making music because of you and like things like that wow. hit me so hard because like I could think back to the first time, I could just think back to multiple different people and points in my life that led me to wanting to create music so having that impact on people that have the potential to be the the next person that influences millions of other people is a major i mean it's, it's there's nothing more fulfilling than that and i feel like the secret to life is giving and if you can give inspiration and you can give knowledge to people is it's priceless how do you what are what are for you the best ways in which you feel like you can give is it through music is it usually usually through music and through just speaking to Mm. speaking to people um i like to really like i i don't like to say it's a pisces things I'm, i'm really into into signs okay pisces tend to like to engage in more of a deeper conversation and get somebody out of their out of their shell and talk about their life experiences and um that's just the way I am with people and um I feel like when you could tap into that I mean it's it's it can be very valuable for for people do you feel like there's a do you feel like you've grown up a little bit um under you know some kind of spotlight uh, you know, because because you started really so young um, on Vine, uh, and there's always been, I guess, throughout your life since your your young life, uh, a big following. People are seeing what you're posting, what you're doing. Um, do you feel like in a lot of ways you've kind of grown up? Uh, I mean, you've definitely grown up a little bit differently than most people. It's um, a little bit of a, but, sp- a spotlight. Yeah. But I don't know if that's um, you know a burden in a way or uh, something that you've been able to kind of relish in. You know. I I haven't really thought to myself if it's if it's impacted me too heavily but I feel like it's definitely had some 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 subconscious effects on me for sure like that, what that that I don't notice like once in a while self doubt and like I mean that's is common for it's a very situational based thing but um small little things like that that happen sometimes but I mean everything that I look into now today I feel like is making me stronger and getting me from those things what are some of the moments that you might doubt yourself the most Hmm. with uh, just creativity like Mm. I love what I create don't get me wrong and every time I create something I, I try to elevate from the last thing I've made and I've made some pretty fire stuff this year but um just like when you're at the point of okay i made this now it's time to put it out that's that's where it's like all right is this gonna go this way or is it gonna go this way or is it gonna go this way 
and um yeah i just feel like it's a it's just a it's just something that that i just gotta deal with but one thing that i feel like is very important is to whatever you create it should be super super authentic to who you are Mm -hmm. and if you love what you created overall even if it's gonna have some sort of negative response right now um as whatever that piece of content or music that you've created lives i think at some point it does what you wanted it to do as opposed to like the way the world might react to a specific song today might be a completely different reaction five years from now for example do you think do you think you're gonna look back on um some of the some of your what do you think or how do you think in 10 years you'll look back on some of the music you've already dropped um so the music i would definitely look back at it as just like it would be awesome to look back at mm-hmm. i honestly just like because like i said i just try to elevate every every record and as i go through life i'm 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 gonna be learning more things and having different experiences to put into my music so it's gonna be like a a long story that the music and the music is just gonna get better throughout that's throughout all of that as well so is there a for you is it is the music your number one priority um currently currently for like the next like nine to ten years for the, okay and then how do you see the following years after that looking moving like? after that like i said i went to film school i have a passion for cinematography okay. and direction so um definitely see myself making films okay. and that film and the films would be aligned with my purpose because i mean i feel like when you can make a f- music is very impactful it, but films are also super impactful mm-hmm. as well so i feel like i can create films that are aligned with my purpose and i can touch even more people's lives with the film as well and, and i'll still be dropping music like an album here and there but it won't be like my main focus i won't be like boom 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 for music what's the what's the day-to-day kind of creative process like for you these days um as of lately um uh, just because social media is a major part of um of music today mm-hmm. Um, it's just trying to be as consistent as possible with the content that I'm putting out. Um, but in addition to that, just recording music. Um, I don't record every single day because I feel like it's a, uh, something that I want, uh, that I actually want to begin doing. I think it's a very healthy thing to do, especially, um, if it's, uh, especially just for improving your skill. But, um content sometimes or like just going live like sometimes i'm on live with my audience for like four hours straight and i don't realize the time went by and um yeah sometimes content and um and going live takes a little bit too much of my day Mm. and then it's like late and i don't even want to like record anymore because i prefer to record music um in the daytime i prefer to write like in the morning are you um do you, is there ever moments that you miss college or miss school? I miss uh, just like the friendships in, in college, really. But um, other than the friends that I've made out there, uh, 
Nah. <laughs> it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't really all that. Like, you don't I think need it. College is great for the relationships that you can, that right. you can make there. Um, but I mean, it also depends on what you c- can learn. Um, if I would ever go back to school for any reason, I would study psychology. Interesting. Yeah, psychology is dope. What about psychology? Fascinating. So, what I love about psychology is that um, I feel like it's a, it's a, when you learn psychology, it makes you very self aware mm-hmm. and aware of other people's just behaviors and how they operate. Um, but one thing that's close to my heart that's really cool to me is that, um, and this aligns with what I just said, um, I've opened my mind and become self-aware to certain things through my own experiences. And a cousin of and a cousin of mine who I wasn't too close with since I was like twelve because we we grew up together, and then I started going home by myself. We used to go to my grandmother's house every day after okay. school. I was able to have a conversation with her this past Easter, and it was my first time feeling as close to her as I felt when I was younger. And it was the first time I felt that in like nine, nine years. And she actually was studying psychology. So like, I didn't study psychology, but we were able to have like a conversation, a great conversation and be on the same frequency. So it was very, very special to me. What are some of those, um, if you're comfortable sharing them, of course, uh, like experiences that you feel like uh, changed your life? Sheesh. Uh... (laughs) Um, I don't want to get uh, too into into to uh, my youthful experiences, but um, one of the losing people is is very uh, is very difficult for me. But I feel like when I lose people, it is uh, it it reinforces the purpose mm-hmm. and what I want to do for people. So. Uh, I mean, last year I lost a, a friend of mine that I was romantically involved with. Her name, my name is Julian. Her name is Julia. Wow. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Um, that was definitely a very, very, very moving uh, point in my life. And I feel like I, I went under some sort of like depression that wasn't a full-on depression. There's mm-hmm. like a a functional form of depression where like, I don't know the name, the, the scientific term for it or the abbreviation, but... It's where you're not fully, like, depressed and in bed for multiple days straight, not doing anything, but you're still functionable, right. but it, it is right, playing right. a role okay. in your mood. Um, and I feel like I've, I've been uh, dealing with that for, for literally, like, many months mm-hmm. after. Um, but that was a very, very, uh, imp- very uh, it was very hard to deal with. Um, very interestingly enough, I feel like w- one of the first conversations me and her were able to connect about was X. She had an X tattoo. Wow. Um, but uh, yeah, she she was awesome. So it, Very, let me show you this really interesting text. Okay. Right? So this is my wallpaper on my on my phone. Okay. I just want to show you real quick because it's just really it's really interesting to me that this is the this is me and her like our very last text. And so it's your wallpaper. Yes. Wow. I was awake, and then I am now. Wow. And I am now is the last response that I have to her. But I, I see that in a very different way than everybody would see right. it. But I see it as like, I am now. Like, awake, Yeah. I am now. She's 
that is awake in a different. I mean, it's beautiful. Dimension. It's a beautiful. Yeah. I mean, it's a. Uh, you know, I I can't imagine that process for you, but I do think that it's um. Probably, uh, you know, not only gonna change your life for the rest of your life, um, but also for your general purpose. Um, kind of beautiful to see how you've you know taken that obviously huge tragedy, uh, and you know you still have a smile on your face and you still want to make people happy around you um, and continue on with that general purpose. So um, you know, I think that that's beautiful. I think it it only makes me want to help people right even more, and. It, it could be a, a, a negative thing for, for me sometimes because I tend to uh, overextend myself to help people that I feel like might be dealing with something right. internally and not be and not be sharing it. And um, it's just I, it's something I can't help. Right. I can't help it. Like I just I, I have a song. Uh, it's not out yet, but it's called Savior. It's like I'm always trying to be a savior. I care too much. Can take the fact that I can't save her. I always tell her, stop the habits, bad behaviors. I want to see you going strong. I'll be a trainer. And that's, like, literally the approach that I take on with, with, with everyone? people. Uh, yeah. What would you say with most people in your life? <laughs> with most people, especially when I, especially when they're, when they're dealing with something. Right. Um, and do you feel like you're still able to, um, because, as you said, like, you are about giving. And, um, and I, can, I can tell that you probably want to make every single person around you as happy and as loving as possible are you able to sometimes take that time for yourself though and um you know make sure that you're that you're good too yes i i I do take the time enough time i don't think i do take enough time to myself sometimes but um i just uh yeah keeping everybody happy is something that um it's been something i'm 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 working on as of more recently like okay. learning because i like to keep everybody happy mm-hmm. i say yes a lot oh. and when you say <laughs> yes a lot it it can it can harm you right sometimes so uh that's actually something that i've been i've been working on recently like figuring out ways to say no but also no from a and understanding that no doesn't really mean a bad thing sometimes people may, might perceive it that way but um when i yeah i just don't like to like hurt people's feelings in any way either so it's just like this is something i've been working well i think it's interesting i mean you know there's like (laughs) especially as you're going to continue to grow and your brand is going to grow you're going to have a million opportunities um and yeah i mean i think you're right like understanding that no is not a sign of disrespect it's almost some and in some cases it might even be a sign of respect to yourself um Yo, it snaps. Um, but you know what I mean? Like, I think that that's, uh, there's probably a lot that you, ha- I mean, that you have to probably deal with on a daily basis and trying to, you know, f- navigate the the workings of growing up and making people happy, making yourself happy. And, uh, but it seems though that, uh, you know, I've, I've worked with, I've had a few different artists on my show and um, you have, you seem to have some very great people around you um, that are here present today. Uh, even I'll be honest, even showing up on time uh, <laughs> is a rarity amongst uh, artists, rappers, sure as <laughs> as Don probably knows. So, um, so just like that, you know. But that's from in in my opinion, um, and having had a, a bunch of those people on it, it's a sign that you know you have people around you that love you, that uh, that are the right people. What's it been like, um, you know, to to grow your brand and and also grow with your parents, 
uh, management. Um, you know, what do you think it's like for them to to see your growth? Sheesh. Um, I think it's a. Uh, how do I? I don't even know. Like I, I can't even uh, put my like put myself on the outside. I right, let me let me think about the outside perspective right now, because I feel like I I don't I don't put myself in like the viewing every like viewing everything from the outside perspective. Um, sheesh. I feel like it's been probably an awesome. It's mm-hmm. been a it's been a pretty awesome journey just to see, um, see my growth as a person. At least I at least I think that's that's the case. Um, yeah, I think uh, it's been a lot of growth, and and the people around me are definitely are definitely proud, and they 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 push me very well as well. Because I mean, there's a lot of times where I'm in my head a lot, and I don't. And like I'm not being as efficient as I can be because I'm thinking too much, and um, I feel like they uh, do everything they can to help me get out of that. So I I really do appreciate that. It's more than just like a, it's more than a, like as you just said, like there's love, there's mm-hmm. love there, and you don't see that a lot in in teams. Like I mean, there's there's love in teams, but there's a lot of like just business where business gets uh. And business is business, but sometimes that gets ahead of, of like the connection, mm-hmm. and I feel like the love is there definitely with the team that I have. And now we're just going to take a quick break to talk to you about my longtime sponsor in U.S. Wellness Meats. At uswellnessmeats.com, you can choose from over 350 foods raised the way nature intended. That includes 100% grass-fed and grass-finished beef, lamb, bison, elk, and dairy. They also have pasture-raised heritage pork, wild-caught seafood, and pasture-raised poultry. These are some of the host of foods that you can find at uswellnessmeats.com where the owners are the actual farmers themselves. And now they've introduced a subscription food delivery service and curated sample farm bundles. Choose the bundle of food you want to receive every month and they'll deliver it right to your door automatically. It's never been easier to serve your family real, honest-to-goodness food without the junk. U.S. Wellness Meats is the choice of championship sports teams, professional athletes, chefs, world-class trainers, and families just like yours all over America. Use promo code PODCAST, that's P-O-D-C-A-S-T, to save 15% off of every order at uswellnessmeats.com. Now let's get back into it. And so you're also you're also you're an only child. I'm an only child as well. (laughs) And I'm curious. I want to pick your brain on that a little bit because whenever I feel like that's impacted you growing up. How do I feel it? Yeah, I think. um, Well, I think it first made me uh, independent, Mm -hmm. you know, just like so my parents uh, divorced when I was younger. So naturally just going from house to house, you know, taking the subway. I mean, they both live in like different parts of Brooklyn. So, um, you know, just taking the subway from mom's house to dad's house and then just i mean they're two very different people with very different like my mom's french um you're you're haitian yeah you speak french i should you should i should did you learn french (laughs) i yeah i did that's freaking awesome yeah next time i come back i want to be speaking exactly we'll we'll speak (laughs) i'll be speaking french exactly we'll speak for the whole time but um but yeah so i spoke only french with my mom and uh and english with my dad so just like there's a a lot of like differences there but i think that um, I think when I was younger, like I would have loved like a sibling. Yeah. Um, as I got older, it was just it's not an option. Um, but I do think that it uh, it forced me to grow, I, I guess, quicker. Um, and 
and yeah, I mean, I don't, you know, like for me, it's like I'm happy with where my life is now. So that's part of my journey. And so, you know, kind of embracing it. Um, but it does, on the other hand, and I'll, I'm curious to hear your take on it. Um, it definitely makes me want to like have a family with like a lot of kid, not like, you know, a couple kids. Yeah. Um, and, you know, because I guess I didn't experience that with having siblings. Um, but I don't know. What was what was your only child experience and how how you see your future with this past so i think i didn't i didn't really think much of being an only child until more recently i started to think to myself that that actually um plays a role in 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 certain social skills okay and certain um thought processes um but for me um, like the first few years of my life, I, I grew up around my cousins, so okay. I did have like an aspect of like almost like having brothers and sisters. But then when I started going home by myself, that's mm-hmm. when I feel like that changed. And um, sheesh, I feel like sometimes I feel like I'm supposed to be an only child in a way. Really? Yeah, and I don't really know how to like explain that, but I feel like. Um, life would just be so different (laughs) shit like yeah life would be very very different and i don't think i would like i sometimes i feel like life is just like this our life story is written Mm -hmm. out almost and we're just playing it out and um and sometimes i feel like as much as i've wanted i used to always want like a little sister i wanted to be like the protector (laughs) but um i feel like I'm just I was meant to be an only child and and uh and I'm thankful at the same time for for my parents being great parents. Do you uh does it make you want to have well at first if you want to have kids and if so um does it does being an only child make you want to have just one or multiple? I want to have definitely like two kids. Okay. Um, boy and a girl would be perfect, and I'm I'm good to go. <laughs> but um, ideally, I feel like uh, I feel like that will allow my uh my child to like not like if if I did when I do something wrong as an only child, it's like my parents are mad. It's yeah. not just one parent. So it's like with a sibling, like you have that sibling to like to talk to, even though. Like, you just have that sibling to talk to and just yeah. be like, it's it's all good. Like, you're good. I'm not mad at you. But, like, in a household, it's, like, it's just sometimes I feel like it's uh, with an only child, at least. You can tend to feel like you're being, like, like attacked by your <laughs> parents sometimes. But, I mean, other than that, um, yeah, that's, that's exactly why I would have two kids. How often do you think about uh, the future? In terms of, I mean, you know, maybe kids, family, um, then also, I guess, the professional side. So I, I don't think about, um, about like marriage or kids often, um, and I think that's just because I'm, I've been just focused on work. I feel like at the perfect time, that perfect person is gonna enter my life, and at the perfect time, I'm gonna have a kid, but life is just gonna it's just gonna go if i told you jufu at 
25. All right. What do you hope life is looking like then and then 35? Okay. Seeing it 25, I see myself. So that's in four years yeah. for people listening. Four years, that's, that's a, wow. Holy but think shit. about where you were four years ago. I don't know why that feels like, that feels so, it feels like two years for some reason for now. Yeah. But 25, I definitely want to have done a world tour already. Um, and just continuing music and being one of the, if not the biggest name in music. Like and I know that's a pretty bold statement, but the nah, biggest name in music. Say it. Um, I feel like I'm a very versatile artist, and I feel mm-hmm. like uh, there's certain skills and, and certain skills and talent that I didn't know I had until until pretty recently. I played guitar since I was nine, but okay. vocally, um, I feel like I was just I was just gifted. And I don't know how to explain it. Like, and that gift appeared recently. I'm not not too how, recently, like how but like, so? like, I don't know. I think maybe it's probably is like just, you heard you heard it in your voice. You're like, wait. I think it's just, I think it's just from consistency and recording. Okay. But I just remember not being able to do certain things with my voice that I can do now, and um, I feel like I was blessed to do that. Um, and blessed to have those abilities so that I could fulfill a major purpose. And I, I almost feel like I need to be one of the biggest artists in the world to to leave as big of an impact that I want to leave on the world. Okay, but do, don't you think that that then also puts a tr- a tremendous amount of pressure, pressure on not only you but also like how you're gonna feel about yourself? Like if you're not for some, I don't want to manifest that because you will be. But like, do you feel like that 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 is you know it's a lot? I mean, it's a lot of pressure to put on yourself. It is, and I feel like I'm going to continuously go through different trials mm-hmm. that are going to mentally prepare me for that. I feel like Drake's able to withhold his position mm-hmm. because of a very strong mindset. You need a very strong mindset to be in Drake's position, and uh, I feel like everything that I've been going through. Mm-hmm. Um, is just preparing me for a major position. And, and by 35... Uh, that's oh, yeah, yeah. Hit, no, hit 35. 35, I definitely see myself production company, Ooh. making films. I'd have a kid who's probably going to be anywhere between one and five years old. Okay. Yeah. And you're just going to have one kid at that point? Um, number two is going to be after 35? See, I definitely want my kids to be like no more than two years apart for oh, sure. Okay. So we'll see. <laughs> so, but speaking, going back to, to yeah. keeping that mindset strong for you, how do you, when do you feel like you're able to keep that mindset as strong as possible? Is it when you're recording? Um. So, I, I mean, mindset more so just like in multiple aspects, okay. like a strong mindset for business, a strong understanding of going back to psychology where you can really understand different people that you're working with um, and understand people that you're in business with as well because sometimes businesses won't have the best intention for you, so you need to be able to work your way around that. But just a strong mindset in terms of that, strong mindset in terms of just being majorly consistent in practicing all good habits that are 
healthy for yourself and good habits that are going to ideally make you feel like you are doing well for yourself like i don't want to feel like damn i didn't do this or damn i wish this wasn't this way like i want to completely because i know that we all have the power to shape the reality that we experience i want to completely be able to not have any thing that is within myself that's throwing me off like mm. the only thing i want to throw me off is reality but i'm too mentally strong and physically at my best where that thing is not going to be affecting me as bad as it would normally affect somebody how often do you think about things like this it's ideally the type of conversation that we're holding is the only type of things i like to talk about right i don't really like to talk about what that person did or what that person's wearing like this is all i like to think and talk about for the most part and so when so when is that podcast coming because i mean we talked about it when we were outside but like honestly i feel like the kind of person you are is like this is you thrive when you're you know having good conversation and um you know i imagine with people that you want to be having those conversations with um and ultimately if your ultimate purpose is to kind of make the people around you, uh, you know, to uplift them and to to put them on a better trajectory. I feel like there's no better way than to, to, yeah, you know, I mean, I feel like for you, I feel like that um, seems almost natural. There's uh, there's somebody that uh, on YouTube that uh, I watch a lot. He's really dope. His name is Hindsight. I don't know if you've ever heard of him. No, I haven't. But um, definitely one of the first people that I'd want to have on on a podcast for sure. I also want to learn real quick, if you don't mind sharing, like, when did you develop the interest in doing a podcast? Like, when did you just, like, and, like, is this associated with a purpose for you as well? Or is, like, a little bit... Yeah, no, that? that's a, I mean, that's, that, that's a question that I haven't ever really thought about. Um, as to when I started, um, so I started when I was 19 out of my, so my first year of college, I went to UC Santa Barbara in California. Nice. Um... So I, I, same like you, I grew up in Brooklyn, born and raised. Um, so when I went to Santa Barbara, obviously it's like beautiful, but it was just so not my type of vibe. It's just like, you know, I need like the fast paced city. Like, I mean, you know, the New York vibe. Um, so I was pretty miserable there, to be honest. Um, and I knew I wanted to kind of transfer and get out of there. Uh, and so I just, I like completely isolated myself from everyone. And I... I never listened to a podcast in my whole life before. And then I heard about Joe Rogan. I'm hey. a big UFC fan. And right. I had heard about this Rogan podcast that was taking over the world. So I started listening to him. Um, I thought some of the guests that he had on were great. You know, like I would click on literally random episodes, hear about some guy who like trekked over Antarctica or some crazy thing like that. And I was like, this is so cool. Like I'm learning about so many different things. Um, I'm learning more listening to a three hour conversation right now than I am in school. Um, and I was like, wow, like I feel, I've always felt comfortable talking to people. So I'm like, why don't I start this? Like, there's so many people that I feel like I would get along with or, uh, that I could learn from that. I just don't have like a reason to talk to like, you know, like, or like a UFC fighter, like there's no reason that they would talk to me. But now if I have a podcast, like I could all of a sudden like learn from them. Like there's an excuse for me to reach out, whatever. So I was like, I feel like I could do this. And so then, so that freshman year, I just like, 
I grinded school so that I could make sure I could transfer and get out of California. Um, but then when that was done, I literally just like spent every single day to like three, four a.m. just grinding out emails to like guests or like at some point like sponsors. Um, be like, hey, like, will you come on my show? Will you come on my show? Yada yada. Um, and then I started getting a few people here and there. Started growing a little bit, and then uh, I ended up transferring back over to Boston, Boston University, where I'm still at now. Um, and when I came back, what do you study? I'm in the business school. Okay. Um, and so I came back uh, eastward, and then when I came back to Brooklyn, I didn't even realize that there was like this studio that was blocks from my house I won't tell people exactly where but pretty close in, in the neighborhood and and then I just started like really like pushing it there and then I was just getting like all these dope guests that I loved and uh and so then from that point I was just like I would just I would remember the feeling of how great it was and the same feeling I'll have today after leaving you how great it is when I have people that I enjoy talking to and that I can learn from um and like meaningful connections that I can make and have just like authentic conversation that you know I don't have an agenda with um and then and then yeah just kind of since then has been kind of like my main um you know I guess like passion project side thing um and it's great because I get to like meet anybody ranging from people like you to UFC fighters to former mafia bosses to leaders of the Black Lives Matter movement to future Mayor Eric Adams to like you know whoever it might be um so for me that's kind of like my story and then your second question um, which was say it against because I don't want to butcher it. Uh, just if you associated, where is this going with like a like a personal life purpose? Yeah, I mean, I think that's a great question. Um, ultimately, I think it's very on like similar uh, message to like what you're talking about. Um, I think for me, I hope that when people listen to conversations like this, they they get to take away about because this is about you this is your episode even though i'm talking like crazy right now but this is about you and i hope that people get to uh, better get to know you um and on a different level because you know you might i mean i'm sure you've done interviews and you'll continue to do interviews where they'll go in they'll ask you about your new album and you know just kind of like the surface level stuff yeah. but get to know you as a person um but i hope that people get to listen to this and feel like wow like i learned something or that or jufu seems like super cool i'm gonna follow him on instagram and see what his content's about or even narrative resonance some people will experience that the same way i've experienced that with some other people explain exactly what narrative resonance so, is i don't have the direct definition itself but as somebody um explains their story okay or like someone's story there are certain pieces in people's story that correlate and resonate with your own experiences like you ha i assume you have some people that inspire you right and sometimes those people have experienced certain things that mm. you've experienced something similar to that so i mean that's just is there someone that you've heard like a story and you've had that like or if someone that you look up to that you're like wait I've, i feel that exact same way or i've had in a very different way like a very similar experience not to go back into it but last year um, the passing. Uh, I don't know if you know X's music. Yeah, I mean, are you familiar with Jocelyn Flores? That uh, song? no, it's a slower song, but she passed away. Okay, she was somebody who was uh who was in his life. Okay, that's had her death had an impact, a major impact on his life as well, and um that's just a small example of that it, for sure. When but when so when something like that happens and you then see the parallels between X, you know his 
uh, tragedy, your tragedy, does that, does that, I mean, for me, that don't, that would give me goosebumps, you know, in a way, um, because that's so... It worries me sometimes. Wor- <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Really? Yeah, it does. It does How so? You know, well, I mean, maybe... If- yeah, I just... It, it, it just, I don't know. Um, I don't even want to say it. Oh my, yeah, oh okay. Right but, yeah, sometimes I, I yeah. do get worried. But, I mean, I'm just focused on the purpose overall. And now we're just going to take another quick break because I am super excited to announce that I have once again partnered up with Eat Clean Bro. As many of you longtime listeners know, I've been a fan of and worked with Eat Clean Bro in the past, and they are, in my opinion, the best freshly prepped meal company out there today. If you are someone like myself who perhaps isn't the best cook or has long work days and no desire to put together a meal but wants to keep a healthy and balanced diet, Eat Clean Bro is absolutely the company for you. They have delicious meals that are also incredibly healthy that include freshly prepped salmon and asparagus, shrimp, spinach, chicken, and a whole lot more. I personally like to top off my meals with their chocolate and peanut butter protein balls that are my absolute favorites. If you want to go to eatcleanbro.com today and use my promo code WTG, you'll receive 10% off of every single order. I'm not kidding when I say I really love this company and use them weekly myself. They help me maintain a steady diet and reduce the stresses and labor of putting together a good tasting healthy meal. Go check out eatcleanbro.com today. Now let's get back into it. And for for you, I mean, on the on the day to day, you know, because because in a lot of ways you're creating a brand, right? Um, do you feel like uh, there are different ways that you want to continue to alter and better and mold the Jufu brand um, as you continue in life uh, on a personal level and on a professional level? Um, I definitely want to alter the Jufu brand from what it is currently. Um, and just so. shift it more into a, like this podcast is right now. Like I want to have my audience really like know who I am, like yeah. beyond the music, like know what I'm feeling, know what I'm going through. And ideally just feel like I'm a friend of theirs, like that, I'm, I, that that's not too far from, from, from them. Do you ever catch yourself? So and- I want to make it a lot more personal for sure. Well, because I think also what I've noticed in talking to you is that there's a a genuine kind of like authenticity that you um, like you you speak from a, a place of complete uh, realness, like what you're saying. Because I because I you know I've had guests where not not I love all my guests, but you can tell sometimes if they have to give like a an answer that's again the surface level answer because they know that there's a camera, but. Do you feel like it's become, uh, or do you feel like it's hard to to remain authentic, um, or is that something that you actively try to make sure that you do, uh, so that you can, you know, just show who you are every single day? You know, most of the time, I feel like I can't help it, and then when I need to good not get into something deep, such as like an interview talking about my album or or whatever I'm dropping, I have to like remind myself, All right. Let's not get fully, like, in-depth on a full-on story that I don't need to get into here right now. But, um, yeah, that's really the way that I, uh, the way that I feel about that. But if there is something that I really, like, need to get out of my chest, I won't even, like, say it during the interview. But I'll, like, 
have a real conversation with the interviewer after off camera or before what do you think is the biggest misconception about you biggest misconception oh man um i mean just based off physical appearance people people could make a lot of misconceptions like i i go on omegle a lot just to meet strangers i love talking to just (laughs) strangers um and yeah like people just look at me and uh just assume a bunch of different (laughs) things really what are the best or maybe the worst uh i wouldn't i wouldn't say uh well in terms of things that people misconstrued (laughs) there's nothing there's no best for that yeah but um but uh yeah i feel like uh i don't even like just the way i look at it it's like I don't even blame people for having misconstructions. It's probably not a a word. That's a tough one. It's probably not a word, but I don't blame people for that because I feel like just whatever their own experiences are is going to give them a certain perspective of me. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, it it definitely shifts a lot. Like, some people will say that I'm trying to be like this person, I'm trying to be like that person, or I look like that person but i mean it's beyond that it's just people that um that haven't gotten to know me really and um i would love to give everyone the the chance to to get to know me better and um and i'd like to get to know a lot more people better as well and figure out just more ways to speak directly to as many people as i need to (laughs) Is there a, is there something that you feel like you really wish like people out there knew about you, um, or uh, you know when you say get to know you better, um, that you feel like maybe is harder to to kind of convey through social media? I have the best intention for you. There, I would never deceive you. I will. I'm here for you. You can harm me. You can harm somebody in my like. You can harm somebody I know. And I will still have good intention for you. I that's just the way I operate. I can't wish bad upon people. So that's what I would want. Same for you, <laughs> and same for you, and everyone around me. And that's really just the way I like to operate. Have you always been like that? Uh, I feel like I've my first signs of overextending myself has been just like in relationships mm-hmm. in the past, and then getting stepped on and my heart broken. Mm-hmm. But I still have great intention for those girls and i don't blame them anymore because i mean it's just life but i mean i mean that's just the way uh it's just i can't i can't help it like i i just want the best for everybody i want everyone to feel completely just free (laughs) Mm. free open and like understanding yourself just i want everyone to love themselves i just want people to be happy when you um when you think about your experiences and say someone was to which might have happened uh to come to you and say look you know i don't feel as good as i should um or maybe they'll listen to this episode or other interviews that you'll do in the future um and relate to something that you're talking about what is your best piece of advice uh to the people that follow you or your fans or or maybe someone that doesn't that isn't familiar with you yet mm-hmm. um on how to you know better have that that love in their heart that 
you um, overwhelmingly do? I started thinking about about a point that I was going to... I started thinking about the advice that I wanted to give, so I missed the, okay. the ending of what you were saying. I apologize. Well, like if you... Well, first, then I won't cut... Then, then tell me the, that piece of advice that you were thinking about. Uh, real quick, um, I feel like a very gen, general way to look at this is something I live by now, and I, I love to repeat it and remember it and tell other people this. Um, anyone suffering from any form of depression whatsoever any form of anxiety whatsoever um it's a it's definitely anxiety is very common as well but remember that depression is in the past when you're thinking about the past and you're living in the past anxiety is from thinking and living in the future and peace is in the present moment so practice being in the present moment mm. it's very important how, how have you how, how do you practice being in the present literally just you meditate meditation is one thing um i haven't meditated in in a while it's uh -oh. the honest truth um but um meditation is something that is is very helpful i think a lot of people tend to get a little close-minded to it sometimes um what's meditation look like for you meditation for me is silence and completely focusing on being aware like any thoughts that come in, you you allow that thought to, to flow in, but you don't grasp onto it mentally. You just allow that flow to flow away and remain very aware of where you are and remain very present of where you are. And preferably silence because any distracting sounds can be very distracting <laughs> to the process. To wrap things up, Yes. I always I'm always curious with my guests um and obviously you have a lot of beautiful healthy loving life ahead of you but do you ever it. think about the Jufu legacy? What you, what what mark you hope to leave on on the world? I just I feel like my as long as I'm continuing towards fulfilling my purpose and and that is shown through what i create such as the music the content the podcast the interviews the movies like as long as my mind and my intention is the way that it is currently um and just expanding more obviously um the legacy just it almost speaks for itself and i feel like people will be able to um when I pass, whenever that day goes, um, people will be able to look back at the things that I've created and learn from it and resonate and, and see where they connect with the things that I've that I've created. But that's really where I see the legacy being. I'm, I see it being impactful for many people though. And I think honestly, like, you know, you're already impacting a lot of people, um, whether you know it or not. And uh and I think that the way that you've handled, um, you know, being in a spotlight uh, at such a young age is abs is is really remarkable, and um, and not just like to handle it, but it's also to 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 not abuse it. You know what I mean? Because I think that there's a lot of people that that get thrust into these positions and um, do it a lot about for themselves or about themselves. And for me, it seems like uh, in talking to you, it's really about um, the others. You know and um, whether that be your family, whether that be your fans, um, 
you know you and even my peers peers like fellow artists as well like i want them to to know what they're doing it for like right. think more about the what what you're giving to people rather than all the money you're making or all the cool things you're about to buy for yourself yeah. like i want people to definitely think more in a giving mindset for sure 100 percent. real quick let's plug away where people can find you i know you got some cool things coming out soon so uh let let the world know everything is at jufu instagram little jufu because jufu's taken but um snapchat jufu snap uh i answer my dms on instagram so shoot me a dm i apologize if it takes long for me to get back to you um but yeah everything else is just jufu 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 j-u-f-u and you have some some new videos dropping soon some new music i do i got uh what we got coming i'm dropping a remix video actually next friday to red light green light by the baby um and then we're dropping the kicking it with my bros music videos coming soon right kicking it with my bros hey i'm kicking it with my bro right ex- now. exactly k-i-w-m-b and uh so we're gonna get this out um before then so we can make sure that that's all plugged away uh so yeah i think people can follow you everywhere jufu man an absolute pleasure to Thank to you. meet you and um and look man i'm just uh anytime you ever need to to talk or to to come back and of course promote whatever you're doing uh an absolute pleasure i mean we're both in brooklyn um but uh thank you thank you to thank your you. Uh, your family and your manager for coming in and uh man i'll be rooting for you uh every step of the way appreciate you man Jufu, everybody I definitely want to excuse me i definitely want to connect with you like and just hang out sometime of course and i'll Always. definitely come back like Bro, we're Literally. both in Brooklyn. Yeah. All right. You're my guy. Jew for everybody. Shout out Felix. <laughs> Where's this going? Yes, sir.